If you've ever wanted to meet the person behind the person, to hear the story behind the story, or just want to learn what makes successful people tick, how they navigate through the tough times, and how you can apply what they do to help in your journey, then stick around and join Global Change CEO turned mentor, Stu Hayes, as he asks questions just like these to our amazing guests each week on Careers Unplugged. If you feel being happy, committed and passionate about your journey through life is important, then you are absolutely in the right place. My name is Stuart Hayes and welcome to Careers Unplugged. Now, I've got to say, this special episode today is one that's been precipitated because in around three weeks from now, I'm going to be joining a whole bunch of of guests from this show on stage at a fantastic weekend called The Wellness Breakthrough. And looking back across the past 12 months of Careers Unplugged and thinking about some of the amazing guests like Joe Witten, Cindy O'Meara, Lawrence Tam, Brett Hill, Kim Morrison, Karen Smith, and of course, the person who's joining me today, who is Damien Christoph, um, I figured, wow, let's have a bit of a, a, a round table discussion with DK, who's the wellness guru himself, about the topic of wellness how it relates to career. Let's talk a little bit about the wellness breakthrough as well and put it out there. So, DK, welcome back to Careers Unplugged. Thanks, Joey. Great to be back on. It's uh, Actually, I got a little bit nervous when you're doing your little intro there. I thought, oh, oh, this is exciting. Mate, I started getting lost halfway through it. I think I'm a bit rusty having been uh, over <laughs> in New Zealand across the Christmas New Year period. And Anyway, um, wellness, mate. Um, look, it's your career these days. It is. Uh, and it has been for, for some time. But what is it, when, when you boil it down to its epicenter, what is wellness? Well, interestingly, um, when people use the word wellness, it can be used loosely around, um, around many things. You know, there can be um, psychological wellness, physical wellness, um, there can be um, garden wellness, there can be job wellness. There's a whole lot of different things um, that people are using it for now. And in fact, there's some pharmacies now that are set up that are called wellness pharmacies. Um, and there's um, general practices uh, where primarily only uh, prescription of drugs is given um, and and various other interventions, you know, non-surgical interventions that are that are delivered through injections and um, and they're known as wellness as well. So the term itself can be really loosely used and possibly also misused. And uh, but for me, wellness is all about um, ensuring. Uh, the, the the state of health that almost the World Health Organization um, defined some nearly probably ten to fifteen years ago. Um, we, you, previously, when you used to look at the Oxford Dictionary for the def, for a definition of health, it used to say the absence of disease or infirmary, and um, and that was considered to be health. And and you know honestly, Stewie, um, the mainstream medical model was always that if you didn't have any symptoms, then of course you were healthy. Um, these days, what we understand is that health is more than that. It's the the state of optional function, um, or the the state of optional being, where you have uh, not optional, optimal. I was going to say, <laughs> optimal, mate. Optional being. I'm, I'm optimal. thinking if I've, I've got, got an option as a being, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> something's out of wrong there. Optimal well-being, uh, where there's balance and perfect function of the body, the mind, the soul. Um, the spirit, uh, exercise, you know, all of the factors that could be considered to be uh, monumental and important foundational 
for good health. And there's five pillars of that health um, sphere that that I consider. And and each of those need to be working at their optimal function is is what uh, the World Health Organization says is a clearer definition of health. And so wellness for me is the implementation of that model. And all of that gets enveloped into my career and hence the reason why I think it's really important for people to have a really healthy career because it's uh, it's important to not only love what you do and do what you love because because that's going to drive your health and wellness and your decision-making processes, but it actually gives you purpose um, and allows you to become engaged, um, which are two of the tenets for longevity, which are, which are really important too. Well, that's, uh, that's a fascinating topic in itself. Um, I mean, as you know, my background originally in terms of, of being a, a change uh, specialist and a wellness specialist was wellness and change in the business context um, and funnily enough, you know, I identified early on that change in a business context actually meant helping people to change, and that's sort of where I, my change speciality came from. Um, but the concept of wellness that you've defined there, when you look at those five pillars, and I might actually get you to tell us what they are before I continue this. So what are the five pillars? Okay, so the five main pillars are um, movement, yep. um, which is really important, nutrition, Mindfulness, rest, and brain-body connection, they're the five. And so brain-body connection almost sounds a little bit um, esoteric or um, a little bit fluffy, but from a neurological perspective, um, as a chiropractor, we see that uh, the importance of ensuring that the nervous system is uninterrupted uh, as being foundational to the way in which the brain controls and the nervous system controls all health. So um, the... There's been much research um, over the last 15 years that's tried to understand what, in fact, chiropractic actually does. And it, it seems now, um, and the evidence is you know, unequivocal, that uh, what chiropractic actually does is changes the body's perception of the environment. And, uh, and that's really important. So the brain-body connection is important because each of the other things, so rest and movement and nutrition and mindfulness, all depend on the nervous system to be at full function for each of those to have full effect. Okay. So, you know, in terms of a business and in terms of someone's career, um, you know, I look at those, uh, if you just take those five um, as a platform, the concept of movement, of brain-body connection, nutrition, rest and mindfulness um, with different phrases, but they all are uh, similar to the types of um, elements, I guess, that people who have got really thriving, healthy careers have in their own career journey as well. Um, not saying that movement means um, changing jobs all the time, of course. <laughs> <laughs> not but at all. Not. <laughs> so I actually always enjoy this, you know, this sort of concept. And as you know, uh, we'd floated the concept of having a, um, a podcast called what would your sex therapist say where we sort of did this sort of type of thing and, and uh, you know looked at a, a model in you know in case or in the case of the sex therapist using the sex therapy model um, and then applying it to people's businesses so when you think of wellness um, if you do think of movement so the wellness concept of movement is about moving your physical body um, you know the, if you don't lose it if you don't move it you lose it sort of concept yeah but well beyond that as well I wonder what it would be in terms of, uh, of people's journey and career through life. Um, I mean, for me, I guess, looking back on the show, 
this has actually been a really important um, realization that's come through from a number of guests around the the topic of goal setting and uh, and and feeling and navigation. So Marshall Third would talk about, for example, that if you want to that it's important to set goals, right? However, once you've set them, you need to release them and and feel. But this only works if you keep moving. So, you know, Blair Singer said the same thing uh, as did um, Sarah uh, and so many people, Cindy Wigglesworth on, the, on this show as well, for long-time mm-hmm. listeners will have heard many people talk about this concept of it's important to be moving and doing your best, in my language, best physical effort at all times so that you're not just expecting stuff to happen. You've got to keep driving and pushing forward in some way. Yeah. I think it's really important. I mean, movement within your career um, and within your profession, I think it's really important. You know, often I was speaking just the other day um, about the stale spouse syndrome uh, where, you know, things become so familiar that um, people disengage from their relationship because it's just the same old, same old. Um, and there's no real spit anymore in the relationship. And the same thing, I think, Did could happen. spit? Spears, spears, oh, spears. You know spears, spears is that feeling. Um, we you say it's in, in chiropractic. We call it yeah, spizzerinctum, yeah. uh, and uh, and this spears is that feeling that you can't describe. <laughs> it, you can't describe it. It's just that feeling of it's like an excitement or a buzz that you get. You know that that feeling that you got when you first held. You know, well, in your case, Rani's hand. I didn't hold Rani's hand, and I hold Amber's hand. But that feeling that you get, that first touch, that spizz, that that buzz, um, the stale spouse syndrome is where that disappears. Um, and you can get that in your job, I think, too. And people actually get stinking thinking around having to rock up to their job, and uh, and they think, oh, same old, same old. It's it's. I think when you get to that point, it's time to move. It's time to shift it up, change gears, yeah. um, add something but I, different. But I'll, I'd say that I would say that that's um, broadly true. But for me, as a leadership um, teacher and coach, yeah, uh, what I found as a CEO, in fact, was that it's very possible to re-engage. I guess, like a marriage counsellor um, would would facilitate um, people falling back in love again. Um, but it's very, very possible to re-engage people back into business when they have. Um, lost that connection and but it, it but it starts with the leader it starts with the person at the top of the tree making choices and you know that's sort of a beautiful journey but a really really powerful one so th- with that in mind actually that's a probably a good precursor to say brain body connection yeah um, brain body connection in the wellness context um, you sort of loosely talked about it with chiropractic I wonder in a career context um, how would you go down that path? Would that be sort of that connection with yourself and what you're doing? Um, or is it is it the bridge between what I call, say, being and doing, you know? So what what's uh, quite clear with groups and teams is that um, it's the same truth as it is with us as people, that a journey of our success and health in life is not so much about what we do, but that's important, but also who we are. It's our being element. Yeah. Sure. Well, it, uh, definitely from a being perspective, I was trying to draw the analogy of a, of a corporation um, and I thought that maybe the CEO could be um, the brains yeah. part of it. But I don't know if that's actually the case. Maybe the CEO is the DNA but not necessarily the, um, the brains because the instructions are delivered 
from the um, from the CEO or the the instructions are within the CEO, um, and then they're delivered you know by the workers. So in other words, that information gets disseminated throughout the organisation um, and then put into place, and the quality of that information is determined by the quality of the pieces or the people that are a part of that organization. So um, that information could be the best information ever. Like you might have the best CEO of all time but have some really poor quality workers or some really poor, um, uh, I don't know, maybe even the, the, the feeling in and around the, the, the workplace. Maybe there's some stinking thinking or there's some cancer in a particular um, environment where there's people just talking behind other people's back or there's little clicks or whatever. And so what's that the idea? Yeah. What's that? That, that? that definitely does happen. But that's all part of engagement too, you know. I think that yeah. for me the part of, that, of getting rid of that is making commitments. Yes. So what I like to see in, with a group of people is that um, we create a code and and even if that's just a subset of a, of a big organization where you where the organization has got its official values and all that sort of stuff but but where there's no power in that when you start to create a code for a group about who we are and what we commit to in our behavior um, with each other you know everything from um, not talking behind people's back which is a powerful one to things like doing the dishes you know <laughs> emptying the bin in the kitchen, this sort of thing that um, can, you know, when the rubber meets the road, this is the area where hostility and resentment builds up. Yeah, it's true. A lot of the time. It's really silly things. That's true. And I think maybe people can start to get disengaged and disenchanted. Um, and and that may be that brain-body connection. So you, when, you're, when you're disengaged uh, because you're disenchanted, that's where things might actually start to fall apart. And um, a bit of an adjustment from the, you know, a, a checkup from the neck up, you know, look inside I've your got brain. Got all the cliches today, mate. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit I love out of the whole checkup from the neck up. You know, I love that. I think it's great. And that could just be a checking with the HR um, people, or checking yes, with yes, the CEO yes. if you're at that level, or whatever, or checking with your manager. Um, but or checking outside. <laughs> you could check in outside. It could be someone else yeah. outside. That's true. But you know, just getting that clarity to switch things back on, um, to get you back on purpose again, or to really maybe find your purpose um, with an organization, um, that could be that brain-body connection um, analogy. Well, purpose, that for. purpose itself, I mean, you didn't mention purpose as one of the five, but um, purpose is so powerful. Well, um, yeah. yeah, well, see, I, I agree, and purpose for me is part of, um, is part of longevity, um, so it's not necessarily, I suppose it is a tenant for health, but, and I'll put that under the, the, the model or the mind, the part of the mindset because purpose and engagement for me are the are two of three key ingredients to longevity. You'll live a long time and you'll spend a long time in an organization, I think, and you'll be well organized if you're purposeful and engaged and you're moving, which is, you know, they're the three tenets for longevity. Nutrition doesn't even come into longevity really because, you know, you can eat pies and pasties, um, you can use a microwave, you can have a cup of tea and toast with marmalade and butter on it. Um, and you and I know exactly who I'm talking about there. I still live to 95 years old, right? And, and, um, and still do all right. <laughs> and, you know, so uh, and there's, there's many people on the planet who have had appalling diets their whole life and live forever and ever and ever. But because they're engaged and because they've got purpose um, and because they have movement, they, uh, they live forever. 
you know, I think that's important to understand. Well, yeah, I mean, the quality of life, I guess, is the other part, though, isn't it? When you, you know, you, you you might live a long time, but what's your quality of life? Would you benefit from a business coach or mentor who's the real deal, or from a training program customized to fix real problems or help you and your team hit actual KPIs and performance targets? Stuart Hayes stepped away from his career as a global change CEO and committed to mentoring, coaching, and training a new generation of leaders, as well as anyone seeking positive impact through their business or career. Visit StuartHayesLeadership.com now. Book a free one-hour strategy session with Stuart and learn how you can get the skills, training, and knowledge normally limited to selected staff within Tier 1 multinational organizations. Programs are available for every need and budget. Let's lead into nutrition because nutrition is uh, the one, I guess, that most people think of. They think of exercise and nutrition when it comes to wellness, but nutrition seems to be the one uh, in particular that people jump onto um, and want to do something about. You know, we've had this abundance of, uh, of cooking shows on TV, including uh, you, in fact, uh, really as part of a subset of what you were doing on TV. Mm. Um, and even on this show, we've had guys like George Columbaris, um, you know, super famous dudes like Damien Christoph talking about nutrition, <laughs> <laughs> Cindy Amira, um, Joe Witten. Yeah, and, and and so you, Cindy, and Joe are running a session at the at the wellness breakthrough, which we should talk about at some point during this yeah. call. Yeah. Um, but nutrition in a, in a the context of a journey through life, um, that actually is a, a fascinating thing to talk about. Actually, so right away, I start thinking about the concept of this is where there's a real link between wellness of a person. And wellness in their career journey, um, straight off the bat, you know, because mm. if you aren't a healthy person, then inevitably you will encounter challenges and your career will be short-lived. Um, oh, sure. Absolutely. Oh, but you know, here's, uh, this is inter- that's a very interesting point, Stu, but I know of some people who are terribly unhealthy, mm. um, but are seen to be, you know, very evangelical leaders and people who, you know, aspire to be like them and they're often out a lot and they're eating, you know, pretty ordinary food, but they're quite charismatic. And so... You said seen to be, you know, like that's, it's that old thing, like you, you have to be and be seen to be, I think, if you're in that role, you know, you've got, there's got to be some element of authenticity to it. Mm. Yeah, look, I, look, I absolutely agree. I, you know, you, you won't ever find me arguing against nutrition ever. But I'll try to be maybe no. a little bit pragmatic. But you know, I, I definitely see that. Um, you know, those who are healthier um, will, and, and who eat good food will make clearer decisions. There's no doubt about it. There's uh, there's no doubt at all. And the research um, even supports that these days. In that people who uh, have a diet that's richer in omega-3 fatty acids and richer in high-quality proteins will actually have better brain function and, uh, and less pain and inflammation. So um, that's, that's very important. But what I was thinking, though, is that the concept of wellness, so if you think about wellness for a person, mm. a well person, that, that wellness itself for a person is like the nutrition for their career journey. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? So. Yeah. If you move, you're well, you're healthy, you're engaged, you've got purpose as a person, then actually that's like the nutrition for your journey, your career. Yeah. Because if, if you're not well as a person, then inevitably 
Um, and let's not forget that career, we often think of career or people often think of career um, as the job direction and path. Yes. But actually, your career, career is a path, you know. I mean, it, it's the I remember you saying that. Life. You can either career. <laughs> through the hedge, the verb. That's right. <laughs> or it's the career being the path, right? That's right. Um, but in, in, both, in both contexts or both definitions, it's, uh, it's that concept of a journey that matters. And, it, and your career journey is really your path. Um, it's not your job. That's and if, if you're on the path and you're not well as a person, then your, your choices are severely limited. Mm. Uh, your ability to contribute, to do your best physical effort, to move forward and to advance, if you like, is limited. Yeah, um, you know, of, of all, uh, unfortunately, I certainly have, uh, and I know several people who've passed away um, at an age that was really in the prime of their career. You know, early fifties, late forties, in some cases. Um, gee, when they should have been contributing for uh, for decades more um, as well people, but because they weren't, um, everything stopped. That's true. That's true. Um, the whole well person um, can be then seen to be someone who has the right sort of nutrition through all um, inputs. So it could be uh, nutrition in through the eyes. So the things that you see, you know, it's got to be good stuff. Yeah. Things that you read's got to be good. Um, the things that you hear. So you know, continuously hearing great things um, and you know things that can actually motivate change um, will, of course, contribute to being a well person. Um, the things that you put on your body, you know, the way in which you dress, the way in which you hold yourself, um, your posture, all of those will determine um, a well body um, from you know what what you actually touch. Um, so, you know, affecting all of the senses, um, smelling great things, you know, I, I can't imagine ever having to be surrounded by cigarette smoke just from the smell of it, let alone the detrimental effects or bad BO, but that ability to, you know, smell great things, um, you know, the, there's the old saying of taking time to smell the roses. There's a reason for that, and that is, you know, to remind yourself of the pleasures of life, and uh, and so all of those inputs, which are all, you know, input is essentially nutrition. So it's nutrients in nutrition. Um, it doesn't actually have, have to come through the mouth. It could be through the eyes, the ears, on the skin, through touch and smell. So um, it's all of those inputs uh, being good and good for you. I think is important. That's a really good. That's a really good concept, actually. Um, I mean, you know, you think about that classic. Um, sequence they call the evolution of results you know that your beliefs lead to your feelings lead to your thoughts actions results in in that sequence and accordingly the really really important um, reality of guarding what you put in because it will at some point you know either change your beliefs or your feelings Um, now you know what I've identified I guess through the show and and other things in my own research has been that there is a, a parallel um, dynamic to that, which where, where your attachments to things um, at a higher level have an impact as well. But even in that, that sort of basic level of the evolution of results, um, you can see the power of input. So think about this then. What about rest? Yeah, rest is crucial. Rest is crucial. Rest is where the body gets a chance to repair. And I, you know, to draw a parallel w- with um, your career. Uh, many people don't take a break. Many people, you know, try to store up their holidays for another time. So there are some organisations that allow people to 
um, store up their holidays, their their um, oh, what's it called? Annual leave. Annual, yeah, their annual leave, their yeah, vacation. That, that I remember <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Um, and 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 as a result, people don't get a break or a yeah, rest yeah, yeah. from their career um, in order to rejuvenate, to rethink, to regoal, to replan. Um, to become re-inspired, um, any of those sorts of things because when you're in it, sometimes you can't look above it and and so it's really good to take some time out and much the same as um, on a day-to-day basis, all of us need time to rest um, or meditate, Stu, which I know yeah. you are a master meditator and uh, you would teach a lot of people. I don't know about that, mate, but I think the more you do, the more you realize you know, you're on a big journey. Well, you're more of a master meditator than I am, put it that way. So, and I'm looking forward, actually. I'm looking forward to learning meditation techniques from you at the, uh, at the breakthrough too. So um, I'll be part of that group. But um, taking time out to rest and, you know, there's been some studies and research that, that points to how much sleep one person should have and there's a lot of people out in terms of the jury as to how much sleep everybody should actually, you know, have. It's kind of like drinking water, how much water is, is right for everybody. It's, I suppose, what's right for you. And so for me, I enjoy taking somewhere between five and seven weeks of holiday a year. Um, and the reason why I like to have that many breaks is because it allows me to maintain inspiration and purposefulness and, and be mindful about the decisions I make in my company. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's good, but yeah, in Australia, we get four weeks and, and that's it. But some organizations allowing you to buy an extra yes, week. Correct, correct. That's great. I came across that working with some English people uh, probably 15 years ago. But when, when I was in Brunei, this was actually a really good case study for this. So we had circa. Uh, 300 expats that were helping um, at, at various times in the in the project I was doing when I was running the company. Wow! And what we found was that people, because everyone was working very long hours, it was a very intense um, experience. The way for or the way to sustain them was actually to make sure that they had a break about every five weeks, five or six weeks, right? So, um, and the reason was that. So what we did was we allowed them to fly home. They'd work five weeks, fly home for a week, work five, fly home for a week. Um, and this, this always meant that, you know, you'd come back from your week and you were, you're feeling fresh and refreshed and invigorated. Uh, and that would last for a week or two. <laughs> and then you were only three weeks away from getting to do something again. So yeah. the lure and the excitement of going to do something not so far away, it was a fantastic fuel. Nice. Um, and look, you know, was that the right answer? I don't know. I mean, we've done that, Ronnie and I, with businesses we've run where we, you know, the most successful periods of, of sustained high effort, we would make sure that every six weekends we would at least have a day off slash long weekend somewhere. Nice idea. Um, Amber and I talk about that too. We haven't done it, but we talk about program. it. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's a good idea. But And space is important. I mean, you think about, I read somewhere the other day that if, if you took all the matter, the actual physical matter in that exists on planet Earth yeah. and took out all the space away from, um, you know, between the atoms, between the, um, the electrons, you know, protons and neutrons, and just condensed it just to the actual matter, the whole thing could fit inside an egg cup. Wow. Um, Serious? Yeah, man. Like, but... but w- existence is made of space i mean you look at cells how much space there is and then you go yes. inside the cell yeah, and you into drill down. the elements yeah. and then into the elements is the atoms and then into them uh, you've got the electrons protons and neutrons and you keep going 
But primarily, we're made of space. That's fun. That's we that's need profound. space. You know, you yeah. see those. I don't know if you saw that documentary on uh, the impact that mobile phone towers and smart meters are having um, by not giving our brains time to sleep and rest properly. Mm, no, um, I didn't see because there's no space, right? So therefore, um, you know, the the research that the mobile phone companies are saying is there's no correlation between cancer and mobile phone towers and smart meters but the the evidence is actually pointing to the fact that well actually what those things do is they don't give your body time to heal mm, mm. so that's why the cancer arises um that's interesting so you know what about what about mindfulness mr christoph yeah you guys like to talk about in the chiropractic world um a phrase that i can't think of it exactly but it's something like present time consciousness is that ptc yeah ptc yeah the um the act of um being reminded about where you are at this point in time and what you're actually doing helps to maintain clarity there's so many things that we all try to do every single day and i remember bill gates saying that the invention of the home pc um, would decrease the amount of work that we needed to do um, in our workplace um, and shorten the working week Um, the reality is that it's been quite quite obviously it's the reverse of that everybody's doing a lot more work i can't i don't know anybody who's doing less maybe tim ferris um, with yeah. the four-hour work week, but, but well, not many you know, others. It's a good observation. It's, it's about busyness. I mean, this actually gets into um, you know a lot of what I'm going to talk about at the Wellness Breakthrough, which is the damage that busyness has on us, on our wellness. Um, and, well, my, uh, my computer's just cacked itself in front of me here. I was just looking at your beautiful face, DK, and you've just disappeared and gone to a, a screensaver of a mountain. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's even more beautiful. Well, um, it's fun. the whole business thing, can I just jump in there, yeah. Stewie? I was reading a, um, an article about it from a guy by the name of Peter McEwen. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've read this article. Uh, it's on LinkedIn, actually. I read this, okay. this article. And his, the, the title was Why We Humble Brag About Being Busy. And uh, I think you and I have spoken about this, Julie, yeah. um, that people, when they're asked, how are you, often remark, oh, flat out, you know, instead of actually saying, you know, how are you, oh, I'm great, thanks, um, or I'm really well. People, people go, how are you? Oh, mate, they I'm say, flat out. And are they you go, busy? Oh, yeah, are you, are you busy? And they go, yeah, flat out. And you I, go, oh, I like to awesome. say I'm trying not to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, Peter McEwen went on to say that this humble brag about being busy mm. is in fact um, not good for us because we find ourselves price. in a state of busyness um, and doing things that are not essential. And he, he went on to write a book um, called Essentialism, the, art, the, the Purposeful Art of Doing Less. Um, and and I and I really like that book. I, I I got a lot from it. I thought it was fabulous. And um, the whole concept of mindfulness is about um, ensuring that what you're doing is purposeful and meaningful at the time that you're doing it. And if it and if it's not, then, then there's no point doing it. Is what he says. Yeah. And if you've got purpose and you're on track and you're navigating through feeling and that sort of stuff, you will naturally find that that. Uh, seems to evolve I feel you know that's my, my experience has been uh, that you know if I go back to an earlier earlier parts of my career where because of uncertainty my brain was always busily trying to construct pathways and um, directions for me and there was a, a there's a possibly always an element of doubt 
yeah. was this the right pathway? Uh, these days, um, I don't have that experience so much at all, which is which lessens the busyness for me and uh, it lets me sleep at night too. Mate, we're running out of time. Um, let's talk about the wellness breakthrough. We've got let's let's let me just read through who's coming to it. We've got Joe Witten. Yeah, Cindy O'Meara, Marcus yep. Pierce, yes, Lawrence Tam, Brett Hill, and your good self from the Wellness Guys, and you, Stu. Yep, I'm there. Uh, Kim Morrison and Karen Smith. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much everyone that was talking at the Wellness Summit in Melbourne, which was a, a huge, huge event uh, in August last year. Wasn't that great? Um, what are you looking forward to? DK? I'm looking forward to a whole lot of it. One of the things I'm looking forward to is the relaxed um, atmosphere, kind of the, the community-style atmosphere that we want to create uh, on this weekend. I'm wanting to have an environment where people feel that they can come and, and not only be nurtured um, but be nourished through their mind. Um, and they'll be nourished through great food as well, of course. You know, we've got amazing <laughs> chefs coming with great food uh, and cooking up and we'll be yeah. teaching people how to do things. Gherkin Relish. Gherkin Relish. Catering, which is a, it was a great outcome for all the participants. There's no it's question fantastic. about that. No question about that. What, a, what an awesome um, two, like what an awesome duo Gherkin Relish are. And um, I can't wait to have them there. But, you know, I'm looking forward to sharing um, on a, almost like a one-on-one workshop-style basis, mm. my knowledge. You know, when people get an opportunity to um, ask me questions in a seminar or an event, often it's a very generic kind of answer. But in this environment, people will be able to actually ask a question and, and really drill down into how they can make the answer work for them. And, uh, and the same, I think I'm looking forward to, you know, working with Joe and Cindy on that. Yeah. You know, collaboratively, we're, we're going to be doing, a set, you know, seminars together, which I am pumped about. Oh, that's but awesome, actually. I know. I think it's going to be great. I want to do some more with exercise too. So I'll be attending Brett and Kim's um, sessions, and I'm, I'm super excited about attending your sessions, Stewie, because, you know, albeit I've changed my career. I'm only, what am I, 41, and I'm on my third career already and, and embarking on a fourth career. So possibly. Be a fifth, so you know, well, it's what, actually one career. Well done, job. Maybe I should say <laughs> one career uh, that's just taking turns and twists, taking lots of twists, um, and, and lots of turns. And, I, and I'm really enjoying it, so I'm, I'm wanting to get some clarity around that. So I'm looking forward to getting you know stuck into that, meditating with you, Stewie. So, um, I'm, I'm pumped about the event. I know that when people, the participants. Um, attend, they will get so much more than what they could have ever imagined from the perspective of having one-on-one time, but also mm. being in an environment where you've got a group of people who are dedicated to learning and a group of people that are dedicated to teaching um, all about this wellness thing, which is yeah, what look, I think, I mean, for me, you know, I get what you're saying. I, what what uh, I guess both of us try to do as a, when you get these more intimate um, programs is to help people actually get started uh, give them practical tools to do things, which, um, you know, I mean, I know personally having gone to um, programs in the past where you learn about a topic, it's nice, but when you can get started, when you can apply it to your life and, and uh, have the the expert in the room, the Damien Christoph or the, the Cindy or the Joe or whoever actually sit with you and help you construct the way that you're going to apply that knowledge in your life when you get home, that's that's a huge huge benefit and you know i guess that's the reason that i that i've agreed to come along mate because i really like what you're putting together and um and i hope i can contribute in some small way to people's experience 
at the wellness break through. Are there still tickets available for that? Well, there are, um, and I've just seen another person register just come through just then. So um, even just as we speak, three weeks out, there's still people signing up. So um, it will be, I think there's probably less than half a dozen spots available now. Um, So probably as this goes to air, there might only be a few more spots left. So um, Because it's only about, I think it's being capped at 40 or 42. Yeah, 40, yeah, 40 pretty much. So how do people find out about this? The best thing to do would be to go to uh, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash thewellnessbreakthrough or if you just typed in thewellnessbreakthrough.com, it'll take you to the page. You'll see a beautiful video there of Marcus um, with a background of, uh, of a forest and then a whole lot of information about what it's actually going to uh, entail. Um, Marcus is a very excited person and um, you may need to turn the volume down because the video t- starts yes, straight yes. away. <laughs> DK, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show. That that episode has gone entirely not in the direction that I was expecting that we would go, but um, really good to talk about wellness from the perspective of, you know, what what is the parallel between the physical a physical person and a, and a journey. Mm. Yeah, it was great, Stewie. I really enjoyed it, and you know that's organic. Can't go past organic. I've got to say though, like you know, for for people at home, and I'm going to do this too start to reflect on your journey through life, um, your career journey. Think about what is your purpose and how are you moving, how are you engaging, you know. So those three things leading to to longevity, um, your brain-body connection, nutrition, rest, all that sort of stuff to help on the way. I mean, hmm, it's got me thinking. Mm, absolutely. Nice job. Anyway, DK, um, Thank you so much, mate. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in three weeks' time at the Wellness Breakthrough in the Hills. And for all of you at home, in the car, or wherever you are, thanks for joining us. We hope the insights provided by Damien are going to help you on your journey. Make a point of visiting careersunplugged.com or Facebook forward slash careersunplugged. Check out thewellnessbreakthrough.com if that's of interest to you. Leave a, co- leave a comment and get access to a whole bunch of resources that are designed specifically to help you in your career, your life, and be healthy. This has been Careers Unplugged with Damien Christoph and Stuart Hayes.